Welcome to Gear Up with Gear Experts, Episode 4, Tower Climbing Safety. Gear Up with Gear Experts is a bi-weekly show hosted by me, John Medina, and my colleague, Alex Giddings. The show is for at-height workers, industry, and construction, and is brought to you and produced by GME Supply and Columbia Safety and Supply. This episode's theme is tower climbing safety. It's no secret that tower climbing is a dangerous job, but there are ways to help keep everyone safe while working. Equipment and best practices when using that equipment are imperative in ensuring that every climber makes it home safe every night. We are proud to have gear expert John Lamond as our guest in the studio with us today. John has been with GME Supply and Columbia Safety and Supply for five years and is the National Sales Director. John, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey here at GME and Columbia Safety? Sure. I, I joined the GME team, like you said, about five years ago. Uh, I came from the fiber industry and was excited to, to join a, a growing company and a company dedicated to uh, safety in, in the workforce. I think that what I, what I got was a little beyond what I expected and that our efforts to keep people safe and productive in the workplace are, are beyond anything I could have expected to, to be part of. But uh, the Nate organization, I've had uh, time to spend on their boards as well as uh, with a variety of companies in, in their safety efforts. I think that this whole industry and their direction is, is impressive and I'm happy to be a part of it. Speaking of safety, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we're talking about tower climbing safety today. And we're happy to have you in the studio with us to talk about it. So let's get to the fun part, questions. Alex, care to start the questions? Sure, John. So question one, let's start with the basics. Uh, why is safety an important part of a tower climber's job? Um, I think that answer, it's fairly simple, but it can be expanded upon some. It really is life or death for them. They're working at height in an environment that can be unknown, both the, the structure itself, the weather conditions can change quickly, the equipment that they're using is, uh, is today's equipment is um, the, the best of the best, and, and the combination of those three things are essential to a, a tower climber to keep them safe. Um, the, the safety piece can, can be overlooked if the training isn't good enough, but um, I think we'll probably get into more of that later. It's just, uh, it, it can't be stressed enough that uh, keeping those guys safe on the job should be the first priority over, over anything else that happens. Yeah, it kind of seems like not only the training to know how to properly install and maintain the equipment, but also the training for the safety is uh, just as important. Yeah, for sure. I think that uh, if we could stress anything, the, the days of this industry, and, and it does have a history of, of being um, somewhat reckless uh, in, in many years past, has, has gone away. The professionals in this industry now have put a real focus on the, the safety aspect, the training aspect, everything that, that should be important when uh, you have a position that can be as dangerous as this job can be. So I've, I heard you mention a few times and during the last question that equipment is one of the key parts of safety when it comes to climbing in general. So what are some best practices that people can use when they're looking for the equipment that they're going to use out on the job? So I, I think one of the things that gets overlooked that should be a priority is the equipment you're purchasing should be what you're trained on. Uh, if you have gone through a training class and you've used just say a descender for a uh, training class and then you decide to buy a different descender, that can be a real difference in product and in use, so you should also be trained on that piece of equipment when you're buying it. So if you've been through a training class first, 
your equipment should reflect what you've been trained on or what you plan to get trained on. And, and that would be step one. Uh, step two beyond that would be to make sure that everything fits appropriately and is appropriately weight rated for what you're looking to do. Um, if the equipment itself is okay but doesn't suit exactly what you're doing and you're trying to make it work for something, that's not being safe in this industry. I think that's that also goes for not just fall protection but also on the rigging side of things. You know, that that is obviously a, a piece of the safety puzzle that you need to make sure that everything you're using for overhead lifting and rigging is also properly rated and exactly what you need for that job. Absolutely. And, and what you've been trained on has to be a huge piece of that as well. If, if you haven't um, been trained to do a rigging setup, then that's not something you should be be guessing at. And I think we're, we're at the point in the industry now where everybody realizes that and it's being put into the field as such. Cool. So uh, question three, um, most equipment is used day in and day out over and over again. What can people on the job site do to ensure that the equipment they use is safe to use again? The number one thing that, w that we stress is that equipment isn't just uh, checked every day. It's checked every time you go to use it. So if you're on two different job sites in a day, it's essential that your equipment, all your equipment be evaluated uh, not just before the first time you climb that day, but before each time. There's so many things that, that can happen in the, the run of any job that uh, equipment should be evaluated every time it's put in use. Uh, beyond that, I think that making sure all equipment meets the safety standards that exist uh, and meet the requirements of the job that you're doing, it's, it's essential to, to make sure the overall safety effort is there. Yeah, it's easy to, you know, when you're trying to rush through a job, grab something out of the trailer and, you know, throw it on or rig it up and not take the, you know, five seconds to make sure that the rope you're using has been thoroughly inspected. And that's something that I think um, oftentimes people have overlooked, but it's such a quick thing to do that can make a big difference in the long run. One of the things that uh, we see the most and that people have done a lot of work to, to really prevent is the rescue kit. People have it on site and have equipment in it and need something quickly and decide to borrow something out of that. Um, a lot of people are locking off those rec rescue kits from that, meaning they're not allowing anything to be taken out of it so that when a rescue situation happens, they know that everything that in that kit is available and, and, and you can perform the situation that happens. Yeah, I think that's a good thing to do because in a rescue situation, time is usually um, really important. The person that needs to be rescued may not have a lot of time for you to get to them before it becomes a much worse situation. And if you have to, if you can go in and grab your rescue kit and know that everything is top notch, it's good to go, just throw it on and get to rescuing, you don't have to, or you can save some of that valuable time versus having to inspect all of that equipment before you then use it. Absolutely. So, I think it was a couple questions ago, but you had also mentioned training a couple times. So I'm guessing that training is an important part of job safety as a tower climber that maybe we should elaborate a little bit more on. Sure. Yeah, I think I think the training piece is obviously at the forefront of the industry. It's become a, a very big hot button in that uh, before putting people in a field in in the field where uh, their lives are literally at stake on a daily basis if they don't understand the situation or the products 
we need to make sure we do the best job possible of having them understand both their job and the equipment that they're using and the safety equipment they have on their person to uh, keep them safe at all times. The, the training classes that are available are so good these days and there's just no excuse for having somebody uh, get to the field and not understand what the, what they're doing or what the process is to keep stay safe. Yeah, and the, I think the cool thing that we've seen, and as we're speaking, there's a training class going on around the corner in our facility, but um, it really is very hands-on. And there are other industries where you might sit in a classroom for three days and you know get your certificate, but in, in this industry, whether you're going through a training provider or if you're using a train-the-trainer program that um, you know you have an on-site in-company trainer, it's, it's all very hands-on and um, really in-depth. So when you do get to the job site, you've already done it um, before you actually start working. And one of the best changes in mindset that I've seen in the industry is that the people that have been in it um, realize that that initial training is never enough that even the guys that have been doing this for 10 or 20 years, because of the changes in the job, the changes in the towers, the changes in the equipment, uh, those researches are just as important because they learn something in those classes now where it's not the same class that they've been taking year after year. It is a new set of standards. It's a new set of equipment. It, there's all kinds of possibilities that they can learn in those classes, and they're finding real value in going back through them versus just uh, saying, I, I understand this and I don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, that, that being said, if you're taking your research and it's the exact same class that you've taken for you know the last 10 years, then it might be time to reevaluate your training program. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's an important thing to think about too. And something I've seen in the past year is how some of the training companies are moving towards having curriculum that's updated regularly. Um, I think it's important that as the industry changes and as the equipment changes and as what they need to do changes becomes heavier, becomes bigger because of the network requirements that their trainings adapt as well. Because how can you expect someone to be safe now if the training material that they're learning is from five years ago when everything was different? Yep, exactly. And as I mentioned earlier, too, when you're introducing a new piece of equipment to a company, if a company makes a major change in something they're using and pushes that out to the field, the, the best companies we see are the ones that are saying, that's a new piece of equipment. We need to make sure that people understand it. And they're doing something to make sure before that piece of equipment hits the field that whoever is in the field understands that uh, um, how that product's used, how not to use it, and, and what is the safety factor of that, that piece of equipment. Well, John, thank you so much for coming on the show to talk about tower climbing safety, what that involves, and best practices for making sure everyone can do their part in order to come home safe. We do have one last question for you before you go. If someone wanted to reach out to you to talk about the equipment they use, if it's the right option, and anything else related to the safety of their crew, how can they get in contact with you? There's a couple of different ways that people can reach me. I appreciate your, your guys' time today and being on the uh, podcast. Um, you can email me at john, J-O-H-N dot Lamond, L-A-M-O-N-D, at gmesupply.com, or you can call me at 573-283-8952. Perfect. Thanks, John. And we'd also like to remind uh, the listeners that you can chat with customer service rep by going to gmesupply.com and clicking the click here to chat button in the lower right hand corner. Now it's time to move on to our weekly insight. 
John Lamont just dropped some knowledge bombs about tower climbing safety and how it is an important part of what we do here at GME Supply and Columbia Safety and Supply. One part of climbing safety that we'd like to focus on a bit is rope. A rope is literally your lifeline in many climbing situations, so it's important to know that you can rely on that rope in the event of a fall. Rope inspection is a key part of ensuring the quality of your rope. Alex, let's break down rope inspection. Yeah, so when inspecting rope, you need to check the entire length of the rope. Uh, things to look for when inspecting rope include glossy or glazed sections. Uh, this could be a sign of heat or compression damage. Inconsistent diameter. Uh, this could be a sign of internal core damage. Discoloration could be a sign of loss of strength due to chemical or uh, extra UV exposure. Inconsistent texture, this could be a sign of dirt or grit embedded in the rope, which could decrease the capacity. And uh, wear like burns, cuts, nicks on the sheath, um, which obviously could be a potential hazard for uh, breaking or cutting of the rope. Awesome. So with all of those things to look for, if a fall occurs and I check all of those things, is the rope good to go or do I need to remove the rope from service? That's a great question, John. Um, and the answer is a little bit more complicated than a blanket yes or no answer. Um, for example, for something like a three-strand lifeline, if you take a hard fall enough to deploy a shock pack, many manufacturers recommend removing that rope from service. Um, but the best thing to do is refer to the rope's tech notice to verify procedures following a fall. And as always, if you don't have a tech notice, you can contact one of our gear experts and we can help you track down the answer. It's a little bit different, especially for the folks coming from the sport side. Um, you know, in sport rock climbing, a lot of those ropes take multiple falls and it's kind of a gray area when you need to decommission ropes on the sport side. Um, in the commercial side, when you're actually using it for work, there, there is a little bit more of a concrete answer, but again, just kind of follow those tech notices or contact our gear experts and, and we can help you out there. I don't know about you, but I can barely remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, let alone everything I found during a, each rope inspection. But I know that keeping a record of that information is important. So is there anything that people can do to make sure they're keeping track of the information they need to know? Yep, so what you're talking about is a rope log. Um, it's a simple form that you can use to keep track of rope inspections. Many manufacturers include this with the rope, um, but if you've lost track of yours, you can download one from our knowledge base for free. That's right, absolutely free. It's just a simple PDF you can download, print off, and you're good to go. Um, we also have quite a bit of content when it comes to rope inspection, uh, including a blog post that goes further into detail, a free downloadable PDF poster, and those rope inspection logs that I just mentioned. We'll uh, also include links to everything in our show notes. You can find those notes at gearexperts.com slash episode four. Also, we're expanding and we're really, really excited about it. To continue our tradition of being gear experts, we've opened up another storefront and distribution center in Dallas, Texas. So if you're in the Dallas area, be sure to come by, check out our new building and say hello. We'd also like to take this time to remind everyone that while this show is meant to be fun, entertaining, and informative, it's not intended to replace proper in-depth training. Manufacturers' instructions must also be followed and reviewed before any fall protection equipment is used, and proper training should be received before operating any equipment or before climbing. We'd like to hear from you about why you climb. Email us a voice message at gearup at gearexperts.com about why you climb and what climbing means to you for a chance to be featured on the show and win some swag, of course. We hope you had fun and found a lot of value in today's episode. 
You can find more information and detailed show notes at gearexperts.com. Get social with us at Gear Expert Show, at GME Supply, and at COL Safety on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Gear Up with Gear Experts is available on all major podcast listening platforms. Hit that subscribe button if you're new to the show. We'd really appreciate it. And don't forget to tell your friends, too. If you've got a few extra seconds to drop a rating and review in iTunes and let us know how we're doing, that'd be awesome. Gear Up with Gear Experts is presented, produced, and edited by GME Supply and Columbia Safety and Supply. Your hosts are Alex Giddings and John Medina, and until next time, climb higher.